0: Welcome back to another episode of After Taps, the podcast, uh, with your host, Eric Marshall and Tim Flanagan. Tim Flanagan. Yeah, there you go. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so we apologize for releasing this episode a little bit later. Uh, we missed our normal, uh, recording time, which is usually, uh, Monday nights. So we can re- release the episode here on Tuesday, but, uh, a little bit of schedule error and, uh, A little bit of time difference, but we're back together here. So uh, we're joined here with uh, special guests. We're going to go ahead and get into that a little bit later. Let them introduce themselves. It's going to be a fun episode. I'm having a lot of anticipation that it's going to be good. Uh, So before we get into that, though, you know the normal schedule. We've got our athletic recap of the week. Uh, We'll go ahead and start with uh, the weekend weekend results. We had uh, quite a bit going on here. Uh, I think every spring sport had a little bit of action go on. Uh, starting here with uh, with uh, rugby, we had a a big game. Unfortunately, we took the uh, we took the loss in regular time. Uh, it was still a lot of fun. We had uh, the Hamilton Southeastern High School join us here at the the pitch on Culver Academy's campus. When first time in over a year that uh, we got to play up there because of the coronavirus. Uh, varsity baseball played Riley High School with a big nine to four win. Boys varsity lacrosse uh, against HSD. Also, they they unfortunately took the uh, the loss. Boys golf uh, played Saint Joseph High School. Not really sure how the scoring works. Not sure who won it all or anything like that. Uh, I know they had a nice little competition. Girls tennis against Logansport took a big five to nothing win. I believe that means all five people who played one which is good for them uh, girls softball close game but a tough loss the seventh 10 JV baseball took uh, also a close a close game but an unfortunate loss uh, varsity baseball played a, a big game against uh, New Prairie High School unfortunate loss there too uh, varsity baseball played uh, Laville high school they had a big uh, big win I'll let Tim get into that in just a second um boys varsity all, lacrosse also played with a big 18 to 4 win but that wasn't the biggest win for lacrosse here on campus uh today we had a big big game i know we talked about it a lot in the episode with uh the lacrosse boys back in i believe episode 3 in killer mentality we 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 prepped for the uh much anticipated IMG game and IMG came to town. Uh, probably should have never got off that uh, airplane because they took a huge loss. Boys prep lacrosse came out ready to fight, ready to go, firing all uh, all pistons in one nineteen 19 to eight. Shout out to all the lacrosse boys for uh, putting on a show for us, a little barn burner. Uh, we all had a, a fun time after the march on, which we'll get into a little bit later here. But uh, that's just a, a, the recap. I, like I said, it was a lot. Everybody played. Everybody played well and had a had a good time. Uh, Tim, if you want to go ahead and talk about uh, your baseball game today, I know it was quite uh, quite the roller coaster of a game.
1: Yeah, you're totally right about that one. But before I jump into today, I kind of want to talk about our past three games. So we're four and one from from Friday up to or three and one. Sorry, from Friday up to today. Uh, Friday night, we played. We hosted Oregon Davis. It was a good eleven to four win. It was a senior dinner dance, so all of our seniors were gone. So it was good to see young talent. Along with that, Saturday we played Southland Rally, like you said. That was senior day. It was good to appreciate our seniors that have been with us for so long, put into that work with us. Good nine to four win there. Yesterday. Unfortunate loss to one of the top 10 teams in our class uh, in New Prairie. They're, they're a really good program. They have, they're historically good as well. Today, uh, quite the roller coaster, to say the least. So um, uh, I feel like that one of our issues when we play lower teams than us is uh, a lack of focus, and that's been addressed by all of our teammates as well as our coaches so uh, just kind of one thing that we took away from the day is, is we really just have to not play down to our opponent's level. We just got to play our game. So like like I was going to get into, uh, it was 13 and nothing going into the fifth inning. And that was the point where Coach kind of put our subs in and you know let, let other guys get some reps, which was uh, completely understandable. Everyone was okay with it. But I, I, it made sense and then it started the train started going off the rails there we uh the team we were playing laville pulled within three by the seventh inning it was 13 to 10 uh coach told me he's like i I pitched yesterday i didn't do too amazing." But he, he looked at me he said i might need you to go to the seventh inning is that okay i said yeah sounds good so i got all warmed up and uh so the seventh inning came around we had Bottom of the seventh, their last at bats. We had a three three run lead, and uh, I was able to shut that one down. So it was a good good little save action there. But I'm just uh, just glad we were able to come out with our win. It's uh, our tenth of the season, so now we're in double digits. So that's just kind of where we've been at. Um, so proud, proud of the team so far. But like I said, it's really just a, we got to start focusing in more and playing at our level and not playing down to our team the uh, the opponents.
0: Good for you, man.
1: That's uh, a that's way, to, way to keep
0: that uh, that lead there and come in with a huge save or keep. I don't know what it would be considered. I don't know all the terminology, but uh, congratulations on that big win. And I, uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, so before we continue with the show, I, I, I just want to get these guys that we have uh, on the show a little bit involved. Uh, we're joined here by Fritz Ellert and uh, Mitch Schott. Boys, I'm going to go ahead and let you introduce yourself, and we'll go ahead and get into the, uh, the show a little bit.
2: All right, yeah. Uh, first of all, thanks for having us, Rick. But um, yeah, what's up, everyone? I'm uh, Fritz Ellert, a four-year senior uh, from Culver, Indiana. And next year, I plan to attend Miami University uh, in Oxford, Ohio.
3: Hey, guys. Uh, like uh, um, Rick said, my name is Mitchell Schott. I'm a three-year junior. I'm from Newport Beach, California. Next year, gonna be here as a senior, and uh, yeah.
0: So, Fritz and Mitch, I, I've known you guys now for the past two years. But Fritz and I, we go back a few years to uh, Culver Summer School, so uh, we spent a couple years here together. Uh, so I got to know you a little bit better there, and getting to spend some time with you here at summer or winter school has been a lot of fun. Mitch, uh, on the other hand, though, I just met him last year, and Got to know him, and uh, the surprising thing is, is he actually lives uh, and grew up not too far away from where I uh, was born and raised in Long Beach. So Newport and Long Beach is not a not too far of a distance. So, but uh, yeah, thank you guys for for joining us today. I appreciate it. We uh, we can get a little bit more perspective on some things around here on campus, and uh, I'm I'm really excited for what, uh, what we have planned. Uh to start of course and, uh, yeah
2: man. yeah let's, let's do it
0: um tim actually mentioned something before we even really talk about what, what i have planned uh senior dinner dance uh i i know mitch you're you're just a junior but fritz was uh fortunate enough to go and participate in this uh this tradition here on on campus fritz what yeah. was your experience like at the senior dinner dance this year i know there's a lot of controversy with that uh the whole location, all that. But if you want to kind of speak on your your uh, thoughts on the whole thing,
2: yeah. Um, you know, I, I have to say, um, you know, it was, it was obviously different. We didn't get to, you know, have the privilege of going off campus as a class. Um, but I I personally believe that it's kind of um, you know as much fun as you make it. And I think as a class, I think we we did our best effort. To to really put it together uh, and and have fun, you know, it was at the multi purpose building? We were kind of secluded. Uh, I didn't really you know care for like how like strict they were about letting us leave or not. Like they they wanted to like make sure where we were if we were just going to the bathroom or something. But um, you know, personally, um, it it was just a really good time in my opinion. You know, getting dressed up that's always fun uh, into something different. Um, so it's really just what you make it. So I I can't say that I had a bad time. Uh, I was with my classmates and and I had a lot of fun on the dance floor. Yeah, that
1: hey, fritz. I understand that you won an award. You want to touch on that one a little bit?
2: Oh yeah. Um, well, uh, inevitably, uh, you know, I was uh, I was uh, you know given the award of most likely to never miss a reunion. So uh, you know, every year uh, tradition at senior dinner dances, there are um, a handful of superlatives uh, that the senior class votes on. Uh, you know, most likely twos. uh, And uh, I was most likely to never miss a reunion, which, uh, you know, I don't think came at, came to the surprise of anybody considering I've lived here all my life. And uh, I think actually to quote Tim, he says that every connection is a Culver connection uh, for me, uh, which is, which is almost true. So uh, yeah, I was, uh, it was, it was fine though. Uh, I don't take, take that. I thought that was, I thought it was funny and, uh, and it was, it was an honor.
0: Chris, thank you. I love your perspective on the whole thing. You, uh, you give 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 everybody like the kind of the middle view of of your opinion there. So I appreciate that. And yeah, I mean, when you when your name was announced for uh, most likely never miss a and like you said, it, it came to no surprise. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure I voted you for that one. So I, uh, I knew that was coming. So that's always good, though. I mean, thinking thinking back on on the the night that we had. It's like some of them might not have been the uh, superlative that we wanted, but if you really think about it, that's gonna go down for the rest of our lives. So everybody's gonna remember that. So right. it's it's a lot of fun. It's it's a
2: good exactly. memory, yeah. you know. Yeah, definitely something I'll 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 remember forever. Yeah.
0: So, Mitch, um, you you kind of got to see a senior dinner dance here on campus versus the one before that, which got cancelled so now you and you might have been you even saw one I think before that which was off campus so now you've gotten to see a plethora of different ways that they uh that they provide it. What do you anticipate will be your your senior dinner dance will be like I mean myself and Fritz will be gone but uh you and Tim will be able to celebrate that together. what are your thoughts? Are you looking forward to it? Wait. What's your what's your insight?
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's gonna be fun. It seems like it's always a fun time just having the senior class around and, um, kind of bonding. Um, you know, kind of being isolated just to that class. Uh, you know, I'm pretty optimistic that um next year is gonna be you know pretty close to normal. So um, you know, hopefully um you know we're able to get off campus um go to a different environment just because you know. It's uh, it's one thing to have you know a, a, a you know senior dinner dance, um, but to have it off campus makes it a little bit different, just because you're outside of the Culver bubble, um, and it makes it a little bit more, um, uh, you know, unique and uh, interesting than it you know would be if you're uh, on campus like the one was this year. So you know, I'm looking forward to it, and I think it's gonna be fun.
1: Yeah, I think uh, for two, I was gonna have another question there. So kind of shifting away from the end of senior year, but more close to the beginning of senior year, when we come back in August, you actually are going to be our next regimental commander. And for those that don't completely understand that, it means he's the top top guy, top leader here. So uh, what are your kind of expectations and thoughts for that in our leadership system?
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, this year, something that is you know super prominent throughout the whole of campus is everybody doing their part. Um, you know, every single student, every single faculty member is a great you know example of the leadership that was present on campus. You know, pushing through, um, you know, the 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 hard hardship and uh, you know struggles of adapting to you know coronavirus. I mean, you know, it's completely you know a new thing. Um, and you know, it seemed like in those first couple of months that a new, you know, piece of knowledge was coming about, you know, coming out about it every single day. So, um, with expectations next year, you know, I think the ability of you know the regimental staff and uh, you know the um, officers and cadet leaders to be able to, uh, you know, facilitate a well operating, you know, corps cadets, even you know despite COVID and all the ad- adaptations we had to make, I think it just goes to show that. You know if we set goals as cadet leaders here at culver and we truly devote ourselves to that you know we can get it done so um when it comes to expectations that's uh you know when i gather around with the rest of the regimental staff and we um you know inspire about what we want to do um it's basically just send you know forth all of our you know determination and devotion to and be able to get it done because you know like like i said being able to deal with COVID and uh, operating, and, you know, to the standard just shows that we can do anything we want if I our minds to it.
0: Mitch, I see, I see no problem at all um, in the future with what 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 you've got planned. I mean, I've seen you lead the the group of uh, color guard cadets really well as you filled in the position of regimental color sergeant. No, color sergeant major. Yeah. That, is that what it is, is that right? I don't wanna say that wrong and feel like that's yeah. wrong. Yeah, that's
3: right. Okay. Yeah. No, that's, yeah that's my uh
0: you've done an excellent job and with those uh color corporals that you've kind of been a, a leader and mentor for. I've uh seen nothing but good things come from those kids. So I commend you for that. I, and I appreciate all the leadership skills that you've uh kind of passed down from from what you've learned to the new guys. So keep it up and I and I look Thank forward you. to what you're going to do with uh, the 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 and the regiment next year. Thank you. Yeah, of course. So, that's a little bit of the military from these guys, but uh before we move on to the next thing, we we didn't I don't want to completely overlook Fritz and uh his military accomplishments. Fritz, you've uh, you've kind of held high positions both in winter and summer. Uh, if you want to touch on your highest rank from both, I know you've uh, got got quite the resume.
2: Yeah, well, uh, I guess when you say it like that, Rick, it makes it sound uh, pretty stellar. Th- uh, so thanks for that. Um, yeah, so, um, you know, I, I spent six summers in Woodcraft camp uh, where I graduated as the final make regimental commander um, out of the entire Corps with um, all of Woodcraft, which is about 600 kids, I think, per summer. Um, and it was com- competing against both boys and girls uh, and, and you know when you're a kid and 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 you're trying to like you know grow as as a leader and a person to to be able to kind of climb that ladder um it, it was it was really cool um to be able to do that and, and kind of be that that young role model for for you know those kids that are climbing the ranks uh, in summer camp that are you know nine, ten years old and then um, you know, last summer would have been my first class summer, uh, in upper school in, uh, the Naval band and, uh, and I would have been first make regimental commander, but, um, you know, unfortunately due to COVID our summer was canceled. Um, and so I wasn't able to actually fulfill that position. And then, um, you know, kind of transitioning into school. Uh, I, uh, I interviewed this past winter and am the current, uh, infantry battalion commander. So I oversee the infantry battalion company, A, B, and C, and kind of facilitate between uh, the regimental staff um, and, and my unit commanders, um, you know, making sure that the units are aware of what's going on um, and kind of, you know, bridging that gap from, from the top leadership down to the lowest elements, um, you know, and it's, it's been a great experience. Uh, you know, some people say, you know, it's a lot of Culver and yeah, it is, um, but I've lived here all my life. Uh, I I don't really know what else I would do and and I'm grateful for it. You know, eight summers, four years in winter school, uh, you know, couldn't have, have had a better experience with, with mentors and and making friends.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I don't, I don't doubt that for a second. I mean, I got to experience half of what you did and, and half the time. So, and from what I've, what I've gotten to do and see and the people I've gotten to meet has been unbelievable. So, I know that uh, you had an absolute blast. And Fritz, we, we weren't necessarily too close, although we knew each other fairly well. But I feel like uh, this last summer, you and I, we got a, a lot closer spending uh, yeah er- those early mornings on, on the water, learning to surf and, and uh, wakeboard. So I think that was a lot of fun. Those are the things that uh, yeah. you get to Still look forward to. I appreciate
2: that. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, it was a good time. I appreciate that.
0: And I mean, even though uh this summer's gonna be short for myself, we'll have a lot of a lot of fun and a lot of memories. So I, I look exactly. forward to that. So yeah. That's Looking
2: uh you, you know what you can
0: do at ahead. West
2: Point. No, I was just saying that um, uh, you know, I'm really excited to see how you do at West Point. I think that um you're the kind of the right fit for that. Uh you fit you fit that that stature really well, in my opinion.
0: Thank you. Thank I appreciate that. Uh it's something I I, I've, I I strive for, so I'm glad uh, it's uh, working out well. Uh, so that was that was not really completely what I had on the on the agenda here for today, but I'm really glad we got to touch on all that because I I think it's super important to uh, l- let our listeners uh know like truly who we're talking with and uh, get to know know them personally. But what I really wanted to talk about, what I have written down on the agenda here. Is the swim team here on campus uh I know it's not uh not something that gets talked about like it's the lacrosse team or the hockey team, but it's a sport that gets just as much notoriety in the media because of its success and I feel mm-hmm. like you guys took the program from from when I was here a not as good program to uh, what I believe, sectional and state appearance team. Is that, uh, is that correct?
2: Yeah, yeah, that is correct. Um, if you want me to, I can I kind of give some background details. Or do you have a specific question? Yeah, no,
0: I was just going to say, if you guys can talk about it. I mean, I want to know the ins and outs of the swim team and, and the, the program here. Because it's something that I don't really know too much about. And I think it's it's a great, great program. Obviously, I mean, we've got some of the best swimmers in the country. and We'll get into that.
2: Yeah. Um, so, you know, obviously, yeah, like, like Rick said, you know, our program isn't, isn't one of the bigger, the bigger athletics, uh, athletic programs on on campus. Um, but we've really grown in the last, I I think to kind of credit, um, I I think I'm going to go back to, you know, um, Forrest Baumgartner, uh, for those of you who might know her, um, you know, his sister Autumn, who's, uh, who's currently a student here, who's uh, actually attending West Point as well to, to swim. Um, you know, those two have really kind of kind of brought some uh some notoriety like you said, notoriety uh to the program um with their quality, um, work ethics and and talent, um, to really put the program on the map and then um, you know, kind of to add on to Mitch. Uh, you know, he's kind of like basically bursting onto the scene as um, you know, one of the best swimmers, not only in the state of Indiana, um, but you know, he he's gonna be a national contender. Um so, yeah, it, it's been a great experience um, being a four year member of the team, um, three year captain. I was lucky to be voted as a co-captain my sophomore year and then resume that position junior and senior year. Um, and and it's, it's just a blast. We've got great coaches, uh, you know, Sarah Yuvon uh, and Joshua Brown, both great people who are just really passionate uh, about the sport. Um, and, and that's what we need as as swimmers, because, you know, endurance sports are, are big on the mind and, and you need somebody that's invested in you um, in order to continue to strive. And, and I think, um, you know, when I came to high school, that's when I really became uh, more passionate about the sport uh, and got into it just because, you know, just that idea of of working yourself to really get get better uh, and, and doing more, uh, it, it really came, came out, um, in my four years here.
0: That's incredible, man. I, I, I really love that. It's like, you really show like wh- where you guys came from and where you guys are now and what, what you've been mm-hmm. through, you know, and being a four-year guy, I mean, you got to see the the programs true in and in, ins and out, you know, there's a lot of guys who yep. come to Culver as, you know, sophomores, juniors, and they don't really get to experience it all like you get to, so I, w- yeah. I appreciate that your point of view. Um, so you mentioned something just now, Fritz, that Mitch Shot is one of the, uh, is a national contender, and uh, I'm looking at, I'm looking right now on my computer at all the, the news and highlights for swimming. And everybody has mitch shots na- like every news that uh article that I'm reading's got mitch shot's name. They're talking about how freakishly fast he is mitch yep i i sorry for gonna... i want I wanna just talk to Mitch here about it, like
2: no, yeah, you good, no, yeah, I was just
0: acknowledging yeah, that yeah mitch, you gotta talk to me man what what makes you so fast
3: <laughs> <laughs> um you know. <laughs> I think, you know, starting this sport at a very young age, you know, when I was a kid, um, I played baseball. Baseball was, you know, huge for um, a big part of my life, not only for myself, my brother and my brothers, you know, going to Columbia now, um, playing baseball for them. And, uh, you know, I was playing baseball. I'm living in Newport Beach, California. Um, you know, most of the kids are, you know, in, indulging themselves in water sports at a young age. So, Um, I indulged myself into swimming around the age of eight. And, uh, you know, I just began to flourish, you know, I had a lot of energy as a kid and it was a good way for my parents to, you know, put me in um, somewhere so that I came home and I was tired and I wasn't, you know, jumping on them and, you know, whatever, but, um, you know, started at a young age and uh, you know, the the biggest thing with swimming for me is the personal, uh, you know, strive for um, betterment that you get out of it. Um, You know, coming to Culver as, you know, 13, you know, one top 50, top 10, you know, swimmers in the nation, you know, it, it was a big, it was a big shock for me um, just, you know, cause it, it was a big decision in terms of, you know, my athletic career at that time, you know, there was talks about me being homeschooled or going to my public school so I could increase my training and try to make you know an Olympic team in 2020. Um, but, you know, I made the decision, the bigger decision, you know, in, in terms of the bigger picture um, to come here to Culver. And uh, while at first my freshman years, and, you know, like I said, it was a big shock and uh, it was very hard for me to, you know, kind of go through that development and understand that, you know, it's, it's not going to be amazing right now in terms of, you know, uh, my rankings among the other kids in my class or the times that I'm going to be able to throw down. But, um, you know, I had to look at you know the development that I'm going to get outside of the pool that no other kid doing what I'm doing is getting. Um, so, you know, in terms of that, I think I've done a great job of being able to kind of uh, uh, bring all aspects of life at Culver into, you know, personal achievement, you know, in the pool, in the classroom, you know, in leadership. And, uh, you know, when it comes down to it, it's just hard work. I mean, that's, that's what it is at the end of the day. Um, I, you know, I, I love to, you know, work my body to, you know, the, the a new limit every day. And you know, like I said before, it's a personal betterment. Whenever I get in the pool, and I'm at practice, I want to get to a point where I have such a mental, um, mental barrier to cross. And you know, it's just something that's unexplainable, um, that you can only um, you can't you can't teach somebody that you can only, you know, um, advise them on how to do it and hope that they know they they want to, you know, better themselves like that. So, um, I think the biggest thing that it is, is just hard work and a uh, love for the sport.
0: Wow. So well-spoken. Uh, thank you. It's, I mean, I'm speechless. I'm not sure how to respond to that. It's, I, I love that, Mitch, and I love that for you. Um, You talk about getting better thank and you. better, and I mean, obviously it's working. Whatever you're doing, man, it's working. So just recently, I think it was, what, last weekend now, I know you were off campus. You were, uh, at a big meet. Can you talk about that meet at all? Is that uh, possible?
3: Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, being where I am right now as a junior, um, you know, kind of college recruiting, it, you know, it's uh you know, especially, you know, 2021, we have the Olympic trials this summer. Um, you know, I, uh, you know, set some pretty high goals for me and, uh, you know my goal was you know i was working my butt off in the pool for the past you know two months um trying to get as much training as possible as i can here at culver um to try to get my olympic trials cut to go and compete at the olympic trials um in omaha to try to make you know not this year but um, just you know attend and uh, compete at trials but yeah so i left um you know last weekend and went back home to you know irvine california and i raced at the um tier spring cup 18 and under um competition and uh i unfortunately did not obtain the olympic trials cut in um uh, my events but i swam uh, pretty fast in the 200 free and the 400 free so um that was uh, you know satisfactory but um you know i think there's you know lessons that you learn from everything and i think something that came out of that is that um you know i need to you know tone it back a little bit and uh you know, realistically approach the goals that I'm setting for myself. Um, you know, there's no question. I'm, you know, this summer I'm gonna demolish the Olympic Trials Cut. I, I'm I have no doubt in my capabilities to go well under the Olympic Trials Cut um standards. But um, you know, as of right now, the training, the lack of training here at Culver, um, which is something that, you know, I've come to face to face with is uh, you know, something that is uh holding me back. And uh, you know, um while it's you know, it's not an excuse. I have to look at it and try to, you know, um look towards other ways to um you know increase my training at Culver. But um, you know, kind of overall for that meet, didn't get the cuts but swam fast and you know, lessons learned out of it.
0: Mitch, I've got a couple of things there to uh respond to that. Um you, you I know I know you pretty well. And when you say it, you're gonna do it. So I look forward to you at the competing, watching compete at the the Olympic Trials because I know you're going to work hard and you're going to achieve what you put your mind to. So I wish you best of luck with that. Thank you. Second, you you talk about some of the the lack of training here on campus, but I want to go back to a further point that you said that you you use everything that you learn here on campus, and I think that might be something that would be. Helpful or beneficial for you because you learn skills that not a lot of other people learn, and you're putting them to the test. If that makes sense, you know, you're learning time management 100%. to be a scholar. 100%. Yeah, all those things. So, yeah. I think that you have you've got the positives and the negatives there from both, and I think that oh, yeah. over yeah. the summer you'll learn or at the end of the school year and then going into summer, I think you'll you'll have that. Uh, kind of that chip on your shoulder and you'll have the ability to mix all that together and do exactly as you told me just now. So
3: yeah, yeah, and you know, a big thing in terms of that is, you know, when it comes to, you know, training and racing, you know, having a coach that um, you know, is gonna is gonna, you know, help you, you know, um strive and become a better swimmer is, you know, probably the best, you know, most important thing when it comes to the sport of swimming. And you know, being able to be here um at Culver and, you know, train by myself. And prepare for races and taper without my coach physically with me and not seeing my stroke, seeing me, you know, my body and everything. It's you know a whole lot different. And you know, like you said, you know, coming out of high school and going to college, you know, there's just development that I've been able to go through that you know no other kid going the times I'm going right now has, you know has been able to do. So when it comes to going to college and being able to you know know what my body needs and know what I need to perform at my top level. I'll be a lot more um, acquitted to be able to do that a lot easier.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well,
0: well said again. And
3: I, I along with uh, the rest of the school and
0: everybody that you've been in contact with, wish you the best of luck, man. I, I know you're going to be successful and you're going to have a lot of fun while doing it. Thank you. Uh, Mitch, another question for you, though, real quick. I'm sure with, with the current success that you've had, uh, I'm sure college is something that you're kind of looking towards in the near future. Obviously, as you you got a, your senior year left and then college after that, is there any yep. colleges you've got in mind? I mean, I'm sure talking to you a little bit outside, I, I've heard there's you've had some communications with some of them. So, is that something you could talk about here today, or is that something you're kind of keeping in the shadows?
3: Yeah, no, um, you know, I'll, I'll mention you know some of the schools. I don't want to you know mention a you know top top you know two top one, just you know for right now, but um you know most likely gonna you know make the commitment at the end of the summer, which i'm super stoked for um but you know um'm talking to you know schools such as u c berkeley um yale harvard princeton i u ohio state um n c state and uh so you know it, it's you know i'm i'm been very very grateful um for you know the the ability to be able to, you know, be in contact with schools like that at such a high level in the swimming, um, you know, swimming standard. But, um, you know, when it goes to the commitment this summer, you know, um, I'm just, you know, I'm super excited just because I'm going to be able to solely focus on the sport of swimming. And, uh, you know, that's where I think I'm going to flourish. And, uh, you know, after that, um, come back with, uh, you know, uh, better financial offers and uh, go from there.
0: Good for you, man. Like I said before, I wish you the best of luck, dude. That's so much to look forward to. It's just such an awesome opportunity. I mean, every school you just mentioned is just an unbelievable academic school and an unbelievable athletic school. So I know with whichever choice you choose, you're going to just flourish there. And I look forward to seeing your progress. Thank you. Of course. So moving a little bit uh, in a different direction here, Fritz, you are at the end of your, your high school career. And you've got plans to go to college. Do you have any plans of swimming in college at Miami or for for a competition or a club? Or how does that look or sound to you?
2: Yeah, so um, I kind of, um, when I was mar- narrowing down my college de- decision, um, kind of my top choices, it was going to depend. Um, you know, there were a couple of schools where I was like, there's no chance I could even walk on. And then a couple where I was like, okay, maybe I could negotiate, you know, walk on. Uh, you know, that being Miami uh, of Ohio, um, but I've kind of come to the conclusion that I, I I would pursue a club route, um, but but nothing serious. Um, you know, even even a small school like Miami of Ohio, um, is actually a pretty solid like mid major D one, um, where where the commitment is, is pretty high. And kind of an unfortunate circumstance for me through my, throughout my, my swimming career was that I never really had um, that great opportunity of really, really getting into it. You know, um, you know the, best, the best of any endurance athlete, you know, they have the opportunity to do, you know, two practices, you know, three times a week. You know, they do doubles, they get weight training. And, and that was not a luxury that I had um, growing up. Um and, and I was at a serious training deficit and I always have been, but I, I you know, I'm grateful that I finished the way I did. I finished exactly how I wanted, um, with the times I wanted, uh, and, and made the most uh, of of my my career. And, you know, throughout it, I had so many great mentors and people that pushed me. And, and really that alone um is is I'm so grateful for it, uh, to have worked with some of the greatest mentors um, you know, in swimming. Um, you know, former CMA coach, uh, major Duckett, who, uh, you know, he coaches on my club team now and and just has been a great mentor, um, to myself and Mitchell, uh, and and just so many more and and as well as, uh, guys growing up. So, um, it's just been, it's been a great experience. Uh, I'm so passionate about the sport, um, extremely definitely would pursue like some sort of like coaching maybe in college, but um, nothing serious moving on.
0: There you go. Yeah. It's like you've done, you've done what you, what you could and you've done what you want. And that's all you can really ask for. You know Uh, you talked about being in a deficit a little bit when it comes to training, but I don't know if that's quite how the rest of us see it. I mean, especially after putting uh, putting up some of the scores or the times that you did. And I mean, I I believe you guys won a relay or something, and you guys all participated in that. So from from my point of view, what I've seen is just a lot of hard work and a lot of success. So I I, I think that you've done it right, and I I think that's awesome. So good for you, Fritz.
2: Thanks, Rick. Yep, thank you.
1: Yeah, you guys keep talking about the the training aspect, you know, and it's really important And kind of how it differs from what you'd be doing if you were at somewhere else. So I kind of wanted to know, how do you guys train? Like, what does that look like for you guys? I know uh, recently there's been a lot more, uh, like, open pool days to let you guys get in there more often. I know that wasn't really a thing last year, at least that I don't remember. So it was kind of, you guys both want to touch on what training looks like to you guys.
2: Yeah. So, um, you know, growing up, my, my training was very similar. It's, it was just a very traditional style. It's just a lot of like, you know, aerobic anaerobic training where you're, you're, you're trying to swim lots of yards, um, you know, build up that, that resistance to to lactic acid. Um, that, I mean, that's really the end goal. Um, but kind of coming into high school, uh, coach Brown, uh, kind of experimented with like this new form of training that's uh, kind of blown onto the swim scene. Uh, you know, in both professional and, and colleges, that and that's the the ultra short race pace training, where you're essentially doing a broken down like very short distance sets and not a lot of yards, but you're training to pit like at actual race pace, where you're not you're like just building up that resistance quicker, and it's the kind of the goal is that you're always in that race uh, condition. So that was kind of where my training was focused my these past couple years with like a little bit of an addition of traditional uh, yardage here and there just to, just to get some endurance um, build up. But then kind of once, you know, my season ended back in March, uh, concluding my club season, um, I really, I wasn't around much. Um, I more was just kind of getting in the water and doing just a little, just so Mitchell uh, didn't feel like he was um, swimming alone and he just had somebody around because you know, swimming alone is, is tough on the mind and it's, it's peaceful. But, but when you're trying to go as, as hard, uh, as he was getting ready for that meet, um, you know, doing it alone is tough. You can talk about yeah,
3: it. Yeah. So I, you know, uh, in terms of, you know, what it looked like for us, you know, and, um, in season, um, you know, unfortunately, you know, we're not able to do uh, doubles, which is when you have a practice before school and after, um. So, you know, in season, we're looking at practices six days, um, a week, Monday through Saturday. Um, and then, you know, postseason, that's where we have a little bit more of, you know, um, you know, we're a little bit more flexible with what we can do. Um. You know, I've worked very, very hard to be able to set up a schedule. And um, that, you know, before um, this meet that I had, you know, I was able to swim uh, practice before school on Tuesday and Thursday, and then after school on those days as well. So, um you know, got in some doubles, Um, you know, and the practice is really, you know, for me, what I do and, you know, postseason, just because I have more lane is I have workouts sent for me for my um coach from home. And, you know, I just, you know, put my head down and, you know, get to work on those, those practices. Um, You know, but, you know, when I'm home, and I'm with my club team, you know, training's a lot more uptick, and, you know, I'm doing doubles three days a week, you know, weight training at least twice a week and, you know, um, practice on Saturday. Um, you know, this summer, like I've talked about before, there's going to be a lot of uptick. I, th- I think I'm going to be training every day, you know, including Sunday. So um, that's, you know, kind of what it looks like, you know, here at Colburn and back at home. Well,
0: yeah, I mean, training, it uh, you got to do it. It's, what it. it's what it takes to win. So and I think uh, you both are were and, and are on the right track to being where you want to be and being where you need to be so we're kind of running short here on time. We got to wrap it up here pretty quick. Uh, Tim or Fritz or Mitch, you guys got anything else before we uh, close out?
2: Just thanks for having us, letting us, uh, share our view. Um, you know, kind of our perspective as, uh, you know, athletes on campus. Uh, so, you know, we're grateful to be able to, to shed some light on a, a sport that I think, um, a lot of people don't recognize, um, for kind of its greatness and, and, you know, the, the health benefits of it, because at the end of the day, I think swimming is one of the the best uh, physical exercises you can do for your body. And it's, it's extremely hard, but um, you know, you always, you know, you're always tired at the end of practice and the training beats you down, but uh, it's all worth it when you turn in the times you want to.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm really, really happy that we were able to have you guys on the show. I mean, I, I see big things for the two of you and you guys have, uh, really given us true insight on not only swimming, but, uh, military and Culver as a whole. So I, uh, I'm really happy for this episode and I, I wish you guys the best of luck with, uh, your future endeavors. I know both of you guys will be successful and I just can't wait to, uh, see what the future has uh, in store for you guys.
3: Thanks a lot, Rick. Thank you, Rick. Of course.
0: All right, guys. Uh, Thanks for listening to another episode of After Taps, the show, the podcast. Uh, that's uh, one one more episode in the books, and uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you.
1: Thank you, guys. All right. Have a good night.